It wasn't always pretty, but the Islanders got the job done. They beat the Anaheim Ducks 4-3. to We have our key takeaways, our hero, and our go-to-the-game. And we have our weekly farm report. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The Islanders finding ways to win hockey games. It may not be pretty, but it counts just the same. We'll break it all down for you. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X, formerly Twitter, at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game, so join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's always great to talk Isles hockey with you, game time or any time. Well, It wasn't a work of art, but it was a win. And right now, it's very hard to be too angry at this team when they are stringing together win after win after win. And you look at how well this team has played since American Thanksgiving, and you've just got to be pleased. The Islanders now in second place in the Metropolitan Division. And, oh yeah, just four points behind the New York Rangers. Now, Rangers do have a game in hand. But still, this has been a very nice run for the Islanders. They have now won four straight games. Did get a point in the loss in uh, overtime to San Jose. So the points are piling up right now for the New York Islanders. And look, overall, there were some issues I had with this game. 
clearly, once the Islanders took a 2 to nothing lead, they got a little complacent. And that was definitely a problem. The Islanders seemed to say, okay, we're ahead 2 to nothing. Anaheim is a struggling team. We are going to win this game, and, and we don't need to do a lot more to clinch it. Well, it wasn't quite that simple, and credit the Anaheim Ducks for coming back and taking a 3-2 to two lead. Yeah, you know, I don't blame Semyon Varlamov for any of the goals that he allowed. All three of them did deflect off either a skate or a stick. Uh, you know, you got some strange bounces in this game. And, you know, Varley, to his credit, did not lose it. He, he kept an even keel, made some big saves, especially in the final minute when Anaheim had a six-on-four advantage and the Islanders were able to hang on to win. I did not like that stretch in the second period where the team just seemed to take their foot off the gas. And then early in the third, when Sam Carrick gave the Ducks that 3-2 to lead, shout out to Jason Hernandez of Locked On Anaheim Ducks for calling that goal, by the way, in our crossover episode from yesterday. But to their credit, the Islanders bounced back. It took about two and a half minutes, a little bit more than that, Matthew Barzal on the power play, and wow. You know, the thing I liked about this game, and there are a lot of things to like, uh, first of all, you got balance. You had a, a goal on the power play. You had a shorthanded goal. You had a goal by the fourth line. You had a goal by the second line. Every line offensively, essentially getting a goal except for... Uh, the third line, and, you know, J.G. Pajot, I guess, you know, assisting Holmstrom on the shorty means really, even though it wasn't a typical, you know, three-man forward group, all four lines end up contributing to the scoring. And I, I just thought that was important, that you're getting that balanced scoring. I, I, I can't say enough about the effort that we are seeing from Noah Dobson lately, and we'll talk more about Dauber uh, on tomorrow's show, but two more assists right now for Noah Dobson, and, you know, you look at his last 10 games, he has a point in eight of those 10 games, and... 14 assists in those 10 games, a point in eight of them. No goals, but wow. Uh, you you put together that kind of consistency and you include in there four multiple point games, you're doing something right. And you, you look at the numbers now uh, for Dauber on the season and, you know, Noah Dobson, has more than a point a game now for the New York Islanders. 29 points in 28 games. It is uh, great to see that he has taken his game to another level. And, you know, every day, as you know, we had the debate uh, a week ago about who was the most improved player on the Islanders. And, you know, Dauber got a lot of votes. 
but the other guy was Simon Holmstrom. And guess who has eight goals already in 28 games this year? Uh, I think he missed one game, so he didn't play in all of them, but eight goals already. And to add to that, leads the NHL in shorthanded goals. And, you know, that was a great play by J.G. Pajot to set it up. And, you know, seeing the chemistry right now uh, developing between Pajot and Holmstrom, Barzi and Bo and Dobson, uh, that is really great to see. And another shout-out, by the way, to Hudson Fashing. And, you know, Fashing not going to get the most ice time out of all the players on this team. Clearly, that's, you know, not his role. But Fashing had an assist. He was a plus one. And boy, did he play very, very well. His forecheck essentially set up the game-winning, the opening goal, rather, of the game. He played 14 minutes, 13 seconds, and had a takeaway, and I I really love his hustle. And he also made another pass that probably should have set up a goal, but didn't quite connect. But overall, you got to be pleased. And again, everyone contributing. You had a goal by the fourth line. In this case, another one by Casey Sezikis. Julian Gauthier hustling to break up an icing call. You had just some really good play up and down this lineup, and you got to be happy with the way this team is getting it done. And again, not to say there weren't flaws in the game, not to say there weren't large points in this contest where, you know, the team kind of stopped playing the kind of game they need to play, but at the same time, you're finding ways to win, and when you have won four straight, and you have points in, you know, so many games between Thanksgiving and now, you are doing the right thing on the ice. You're finding ways to get it done, and you got to give credit to the New York Islanders for that. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll have our hero and go to the game talk a little bit more about the injury situation. One defenseman returning to the lineup, another defenseman out of the lineup. So that continues. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, uh, we have got, we're a couple of days late on this, but uh, a player who was a big part of the 1975 playoff run, whose son later played for the New York Islanders. So let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And look, you got college bowl season coming up, college basketball, NBA, the NHL. You could use your knowledge of the Islanders. Check out the odds for the Islanders and Bruins coming up. 
uh, on Friday, the next Islanders home game. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So the Islanders, uh, you know, getting the job done, and you just have to be happy with the progress that this team made, uh, you know, over the last few weeks. And the fact that their blue line continues to be missing three of their top six players makes it even more impressive. And if I were to tell you, as an Islander fan, before the season started, that Adam Pellick and Ryan Pollock were going to miss time together, both at the same time, be out of the lineup for a while, uh, and that another defenseman would go down and this team would continue to win hockey games. Uh, I, I think all of you would have signed on the dotted line for that kind of outcome. And I, I got to give credit to the new guys, to Robert Bartozo and Uh, Bartuzzo and Mike Riley for coming through and providing the team with solid defensive play and to take it a step further, got to give credit to Lou Lamorello for bringing in those guys. I mean, Riley, you get off waivers. Bartuzzo, you get for a seventh round draft picks. These are great short-term moves that definitely help the team. And in addition, to take it a step further, got to give credit to Samuel Bolduc, who really has been playing better as of late. And I think playing with Bartuzzo, who is a solid veteran and who I think has been a little bit of a mentor for Bolduc, has certainly helped his game. Now, as for the updates... Scott Mayfield, out of the Islanders lineup. He was unavailable. He is officially listed as day-to-day. But again, uh, with the Islanders, they tell you as little as possible, as do most NHL teams. We don't know whether day-to-day means he'll be back over the weekend or he'll be back in a week or two. So as of right now, no Scott Mayfield. But the good news Sebastian Ajo back in the lineup. Good to see Ajo back. And to his credit, uh, you know, he was out there for almost 19 minutes, blocked two shots, had two shots on goal, uh, gave you the minutes that you needed in this game, and got to give credit to him. Hero and goat of the game. Uh, This one is a little tough because the scoring was so balanced. Uh, You know, absolutely one player and one player alone had a multi-point game. And I'm going with Noah Dobson as my hero of the game. Dobber 
two assists, a plus two, which he and Romanov, the only two players who were plus two in this game, and he blocked three shots on the defensive end and led all Islanders players with 27 minutes almost, 26.57 of ice time. Noah Dobson, to me, is the hero of the game. As far as a goat of the game, uh, this one is tough, but I'm going to go with bad bounces because bad bounces contributed to all three goals against whether it was sticks or skates or shins, it, every goal scored by the Ducks in this game just came off a bad bounce. So, yeah, it's not a player. I don't think we need to pick a particular player in this instance. Uh, if, if you don't want to go with bad bounces, I'm going to say that the, the fact that the whole team kind of let down after they had that 2 to nothing lead... But again, the good news, they responded, they bounced back, and they were able to get the win. Now, yeah, you could talk to me and say, okay, they beat the Anaheim Ducks, big deal. The Ducks are not a particularly good hockey team right now. And you're right, the Ducks are struggling. They're still, you know, in a rebuild and learning. And, you know, John Gibson played well for Anaheim, kept them in the game, gave them a chance to win. But overall, the the bottom line is you got the two points, you win the game, and you keep building that points bank up. I still kind of wonder if this team only would have won half of those, you know, games that they had the lead and blew it and lost in overtime man, they could be even for first place right now in the Metropolitan Division. But you could what if all you want. We're in second place right now. The arrow is pointed in the right direction. And while this team remains far from perfect, they are getting the job done. The New York Islanders right now are playing pretty good hockey and playing well enough to win getting contributions up and down the lineup this last two, three weeks have been a really fun time overall to be a New York Islanders fan. So let's enjoy the ride as they win yet another game. We have got a lot more to get to on today's show. We will have our weekly farm report. We usually do it on Wednesdays, as everydayers know, but... Uh, basically, because of our special crossover episode, we moved it to the Thursday show, and we'll also have our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like me and you want to be healthy and eat well, but it's always easier said than done. Well, that's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 and a glass of water each day, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. And... 
look, it, it, it's one of those situations where I'm not a great pill taker. So to me, to have one supplement that will give me all the things I need at a, a really fair price, that is important to me. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, try AG1. You'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So, go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Time for our weekly farm report as we discuss all things Bridgeport Islanders. And the Bridgeport Islanders had two games last weekend, and unfortunately, they continue to struggle. Uh, First game was Friday against the Comets, and Utica skates away with a 4-1 win. Uh, Basically, Otto Koivula getting the only goal he now has. Uh, a four-game point streak at this point, had a goal in four straight road games, but overall, Utica with the win, and, you know, that certainly not what you were hoping for. A four-to-one loss on the road, as this is all part of a season-long six-game road trip for the Bridgeport Islanders. Then, Uh, The following day, the Islanders dropped their 10th straight road game, losing 5-1 to the Springfield Thunderbirds. Matt Maggio had the only goal for the Islanders, who continue to struggle to score. But overall, they had 35 shots on goal, but 34 saves made by Vadim Zarenko, the goalie for the Thunderbirds. And... Nathan Walker had a goal and three assists in this one for Springfield. So two games and unfortunately two losses for the Bridgeport Islanders. And again, uh, the Islanders right now a distant eighth place in the Atlantic Division with a 6-15-1 record. And, And that is, again, disappointing. And hopefully this team, now with all the injuries to the Islanders, you know, Grant Hutton back up with the Islanders. He was not dressed for the the game last night against the Ducks. But again, you're missing key players. Ruslan Ishkakov still the team leader with 17 points. He also has seven goals to pace the team. Dennis Chalowski, 11 assists to lead the team. He's second on the club with 13 points. Kyle McClain, five goals 12 points Brian Pino three goals nine points Otto Koivula four goals eight points same for Matthew Maggio and William Dufour at least played in the last two games he was back in the lineup did not figure in the scoring but at least he has returned to the team and that is certainly encouraging as for the schedule 
two games this week, both on the road, uh, as this is now games three and four of this six-game road trip. Two straight road games, Friday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time at the Charlotte Checkers, and Saturday at 6 o'clock Eastern time at the Charlotte Checkers. So Bridgeport doing that, and then the following weekend, uh, the road trip will close out with games at Hartford and at Springfield. Now, all road games and home games available on AHL TV. And the next uh, Islanders home game will be Wednesday, December 27th against the Providence Bruins. So uh, you can check that out if you want to go see the Bridgeport Islanders, future stars of the Islanders playing live. Check it out uh, for Bridgeport. But tough times in Bridgeport, even though the New York Islanders right now are clearly playing some better hockey. So uh, we'll take that. But look, Make no mistake about it, the New York Islanders need to replenish their farm system and their prospect pool, and they need to add some talented players to uh, Bridgeport, and let's see whether or not they're able to do that over the course of this season. Time now for Islanders' birthday of the day. I don't think this one was too hard based on the clues that we gave, but, uh, well, we're a couple of days behind uh, right now, Monday was, uh, or would have been, the 82nd birthday of former Islanders winger J.P. Parise, the native of Smooth Rock Falls, Ontario. J.P., only 5'9", a buck 80, made his NHL debut with the Bruins in 1965-66, played one game for the Maple Leafs in 67-68, and then uh, was dealt to the Minnesota North Stars, where he was uh, a really good player, had three 20-plus goal seasons with the North Stars, including a 27-goal, 75-point effort in 72-73, but was traded to the Islanders along, uh, basically, within a, uh, about a week, he and Jude Druan were acquired by Bill Torrey from the North Stars in separate trades, and boy, did he add something to that 1975 Islanders team. That was a young, inexperienced team. And J.P. Parise and Jude Druan were veterans. They added playoff experience, and they helped. 14 goals and 30 points in just 41 games uh, for the Islanders in 74-75. And then 8 goals and 16 points in 17 playoff games during that magical playoff run. Put together... Two uh, 20-plus goal seasons for the Islanders in 75-76 and 76-77 before being traded midway through the 77-78 season to the Cleveland Barons, played one more year in Minnesota uh, before hanging up his skates at the end of the 1979 season. 890 career games for J.P. Parise in the NHL. 238 goals, 594 points, 706 <clears throat> excuse me, penalty minutes, add 27 goals and 58 points in 86 playoff games. And we look at J.P. Parise's best game as an Islander, and uh, this one is easy because it was his only career hat trick. It came on November 4th, 1975 at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum 
against the old California Golden Seals. Jill Malash, the goalie for the Seals. Chico Resch for the Islanders. J.P. Parise getting three goals, two of them on the power play, both in the first period. Uh, the Potvan brothers, Jean and Dennis, setting up the first one. Ed Westfall and Jean Potvan assisting on the second. And then in the second period, Parise scores again. Westfall and Jude Druan with the assist. Islanders beat the Seals by a score of 5-3. to three. Parise a four-point night. He also added an assist in this game. Uh, so, you know, on a goal by Dennis Potvan in the second period, Islanders beat the Seals 5-3. Four points out of the five goals for J.P. Parise. And, of course, he is the father or was the father of Zach Parise, who uh, was with the Islanders for the last two seasons. And I'll tell you, if you do remember J.P. Parise, you know how important he was to this Islanders team. And, and there are some games on YouTube where occasionally MSG Network will show them on the vault. And you can see some of the contributions that J.P. Parise made, both statistically and by giving the Islanders leadership when the team was still so young. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. Uh, we will preview uh, the game against the Boston Bruins, which, of course, is uh, going to be Friday night. And we'll also preview Saturday's game in Montreal against the Canadiens. So make sure you join us for that, and hopefully we'll have some injury updates on Scott Mayfield, uh, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pollock. So make sure <clears throat> you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course... Let's go Islanders.